Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. CS 2022 dealt with a badly timed surge in coronavirus cases and major exhibitors pulling out at the last minute. This show absolutely could have been a disaster, but it was actually good. Let's run through the highlights. I'm Roger Chang, and this is your Daily Charge. With me to discuss this is CNET's head of tech reviews, Jason Heiner. Welcome, Jason. Hey, glad to be here, always. So heading into this show, we saw companies like T-Mobile, GM, Google, and Intel all scrap their plans to attend. I'm curious what you were thinking two weeks ahead of the show, just as we were heading into this. Was this, were you worried? Were you nervous? Yeah, I was pretty worried. I, I was I was worried that it, there was just not going to be that much. E- even before that, I was worried there was there was just not going to be much um, much here to get people interested in, fired up about, you know, um, start the conversation for the year as it often does. So, um, so expectations were pretty low heading into the week for sure. Absolutely, but actually, I think that was good that we we're going in with low expectations because. It was surprisingly strong this year and kind of made me wish I was actually at CES this year, despite obviously all the health concerns. But yeah. what do you think? How has the show been for you overall? Yeah, there, you know, I, I would say one of the more interesting ones in years. There, there were real products uh, revealed that, that people are going to buy. I think lots of people likely to be interested in. Um, and there were obviously there's the future vision stuff, but I but some of it felt more on target and less um less pie in the sky or, uh, yeah, just like, um, fever dream kind of, uh, stuff that we've had in the past. Yeah. What, what for you were some of the highlights of the show? So I think that we have this wonderful alignment between the TV and laptop industry and the first week of January. So if there was no CES, I think they still would all be, you know, uh, holding press conferences or at least, uh, releasing, uh, press releases and videos and stuff about like, here are our products coming up for the year. Uh, and so they had good stuff, but, but in both of those categories, they have the, had the wind at their back the last couple of years, because mm-hmm. one for laptops, because we're all at home more laptops have become, and computers have become our connection to the, to, to work, to entertainment, to, to family, to education, all of these things. So they are more important and they're really good innovations. So better webcams, you know, lighter, better battery life, all of the things that people want out of just the laptop that is going to, that's something they're going to be looking at all day long, better screens. And then in TVs too, there were, there was less of like, I felt that there's more practical stuff, less like, okay, here's why you're going to care about 8k or 3d or, you know, uh, 105 inch screen in your, in your tiny little, you know, living room or den or something. So I thought there was, there's some nice things like the, um, Samsung getting into OLED, which is really the, the cutting edge and picture quality. And then also Samsung announced this awesome 900 little 
$900 little projector that goes from like 30 inches up to a hundred has a speaker built in. It looks kind of like an Alexa, you know, it's like a little cylinder. So there was some, just some real practical good stuff. And then there was, you know, lots of fun stuff too. flights of fancy. Yeah. I mean, one of the areas that uh, you noted was AR glasses, AR glasses that mm. might have a bigger moment this year. And, you know, there's obviously the rumors of, of Apple getting to this, but w- what did you yeah. see from CES that, you know, has you excited or looking forward to, you know, AR glass technology in the coming months? Yeah. You, you and I talked a little bit about this. There was some weird stuff in there too, but may, maybe interesting. I don't know. There was like these glasses from TCL that are connected. They have like a, a USB cable running out of them that you connect to, you know, other devices. And they essentially serve as an external display. But the equivalent is that, you know, it's like a screen in, you know, in your eyeballs or you're right in front of your eyeballs. That's the equivalent of looking at a 140 inch screen on a wall. So that's kind of neat in practice to think about Um, the other ones. And they had some, uh, they had their own sort of AR glass prototype and then um, others like Qualcomm and Microsoft announced they're going to work together on making, uh, um, you know, uh, equipment for um, chips for AR glasses and then there were some other ones that are that are interesting. But I think all of these things are leading to the fact that either Apple's coming out this year, other prototypes are coming, and these are likely to be very prototypey. And I think we're gonna um, we're gonna enjoy that this is getting more real. But I think the ones that we see in 2022 are going to be ones that we're gonna have really good stories to, to laugh about with the, you know, uh, with our kids and, and with other people in five or 10 years, we're going to look back. It's going to be like those first, uh, those old commercials with like video calls, you know, uh, from like the 1950s to seventies that were really sort of goofy. I think that's what our AR glasses are going to be this year. It does remind me of when rumors were hitting up of Apple introducing a watch before the Apple watch came out mm-hmm. and a number of vendors were rushing out these smart yeah. watches that were pretty clunky to begin with um, to kind of front run and get ahead of that that trend so they could say, no, we were here first. Yeah. Um, feels a bit like that. I mean, we'll see if Apple debuts a set of air glasses. That, that It's rumored, but we don't know if that's going to happen. But uh, clearly the industry is reacting to it and it'll likely be a theme for this year. Yep. Uh, Want to talk also about cars. And I know you're not mm-hmm. necessarily an auto guy or a car guy. Um, but obviously cars have had a larger presence at CS over the last couple of years. And I feel like this year was, was pretty big, right? What, what did you see or what, what did, what did our roadshow team see? Yeah, it was massive. And it's funny because Chris Pockert, the um, managing editor over at roadshow, he said that CS was the best auto show in years, <laughs> which is really interesting. Uh, and so th- there was, of course, the, the, the biggest thing, and we knew it was coming was that Chevy chose this, the venue, GM chose this um, venue to announce and unveil the Chevy uh, Silverado EV, their their pickup truck. And so that was huge. And it was also, uh, uh, you know, very interesting and, and very, looked very competitive with like the Cybertruck from Tesla, the Rivian R1T and the... Uh, Ford F-150 Lightning. So this is going to be a big year for trucks uh, uh, cutting over to EV. So uh, that's that's 
um, significant, but there were also, uh, there were also cool things like the, um, Mercedes announced their prototype. They, they make amazing prototypes, uh, and they love doing them at CES. And, um, this year they had one that was maybe a little less, um, you know, futuristic of like, here's the you know car you're going to be commuting in that the seats are going to turn around and you face the people in the back. And they, they revealed what is, uh, the EQXX, Vision EQXX, which is a 621-mile luxury um, sedan. And really what they were getting at, while that's still um, fanciful, you know, it's, it is kind of exciting. And they talked about the fact that, you know, with battery, the cost declines in batteries and the fact that the design, designing cars with batteries in mind, not just as shells that used to have engines and will have now have this new technology in it that there are there's a potential for some some big leaps forward yeah no that's that's definitely exciting to see that that it's not just swapping out an engine for battery yeah uh, what are some of the wackier or stranger things you saw the show I mean, there was this, this robot that everybody's, uh, talking about that has the, that makes these great, um, facial expressions and, uh, and gestures and movements. And it actually is alarmingly, uh, pretty real and pretty good. Um, now there, there's a lot, it just shows that physically that's possible, um, the fact of this robot processing data and then reacting in ways that humans would react is a much different thing, but, mm-hmm. um, but still it was, it was, it was interesting stuff. I, I, um, I was impressed. This is one of those things that, you know, I, I joked that like the, you know, Terminator from, uh, the 1990s <laughs> would be jealous of, of, uh, <laughs> of what this thing could do is pretty, uh, it's I- pretty important. I saw it more. It looked a lot like those robots from iRobot. That Will yeah. Smith oh yeah, movie. they're like yeah. kind of mediocre Will Smith sci-fi movie. Unless you're a fan <laughs> of iRobot, but like it was being that it was gray, kind of grayscale, but had those facial facial expressions. Uh, well worth. I think it's a good call out because it's well worth watching our colleague Claire Riley's interview with the robot and her his its inventor. Uh, and, and just sort of seeing the facial expressions for yourself because they are uncanny. Uh, well, CS yeah. 2022 is almost wrapping up. We've got another day, but, uh, there's always going to be another CES. I'm curious for you, what, what other big takeaways you see and what you're hoping to see at CES 2023? Yeah. You know, the, the, the EV thing is huge, but the thing that they talked about in, in spades for, for everybody, all these other uh, companies was autonomous vehicles because there were a lot of promises. Chevy was like next year as in 2023, you know, they're going to have essentially cars that can go um, point to point without you even touching the steering wheel. That seems pretty ambitious to me. As we know, Tesla has been trying to do this for years and have been making promises. They were like, it's coming in 2019 and it's coming in 2020 and <laughs> right. it's coming in 2021. It, it still is. And, and they're, making, um, they're making advances for sure. But the thing that was interesting at this CES that I think is really interesting looking forward is if you think about the, where the world is going and with hybrid work and a lot of things changing, uh, in the ways that people are getting around and where they need to go and what they need to do. And then delivery becoming a bigger thing. I thought that it was nice that we started to see this 
discussion branch out from just autonomous cars to like these little autonomous pods that um, I think it was Hyundai that like somebody who has mobility challenges, right. Can just even getting them around um, helping them get around in a hotel or in a grocery store or something like that. And even delivery vehicles going that last mile, right. There might be some of these autonomous delivery vehicles that, that bring you your dinner or your groceries and that, and there might be a vehicle that pulls up to the side and then another, you know, vehicle that like, pops out and then brings the thing to your door or can take it. Now there, there's a lot of problems to solve with that, but I think, uh, so I think it is still years away, but I thought it's interesting. Like these are, these are challenges and problems and really cool things to solve that have some great and very functional ways of, of, of helping people making things less expensive and, uh, and and letting more people, I think, participate um, in them and benefit from them. So I think that's maybe the most exciting thing. Definitely. No, that's uh, accessibility and making sure more people have access to this technology, I think, is definitely a key theme that the uh, the industry should continue to hit upon. I, for one, am just hoping that we could actually all show up to CES next year yeah. safely uh, and see each other in person. Because this show definitely reminded me that, like, there, there are times of that I, I do miss actually dealing with the crowds in Vegas and dealing with the flights and dealing with that post-vacation, uh, you know, withdrawal to yeah. brave the, you know, the brave the show floor to check out this stuff because it is hard to replicate uh, over Zoom and over press releases and, and conferences or virtual conferences. So, yeah. Jason, thank you for your time and for this insight to see us. You can check out our full coverage at CNET.com. If you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter at The Daily Charge or send for direct text messages from me by heading to CNET.co slash Daily Charge. And if you liked what you heard, please rate and subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us out. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening.